Hey, Amanda. Hey, guys. I don't know what happened. I blame you. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now give her a chance to do well so you can compliment her again. Yeah. Amanda, <laughs> here is a very simple test to pass. Touch your finger to your nose. You're Ow. a genius. <laughs> I hit my eye. <laughs> oh, it's because you're so emotional all the time. Yeah, you don't think with your brain, you think with your emotions. Oh, darn. Uh. Good evening, Mitsus Meat Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 189. We have now done as many episodes as the height in feet of the Cinderella Castle at the Magic Kingdom. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> How would you link this back to this? Speaking of things that have unrealistic views of women, this week we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> the, the Mystery Method by Mystery, uh, which is, so if you guys have read the game, which we talked about on the episode a little bit last week, uh, the game is like the journalistic version about mystery this is hit the book by mystery about his methods so this is his like handbook apparently i haven't i can't verify this but i was told uh, that the end of the game everybody who's practicing these methods are like miserable <laughs> like it doesn't go well so shocker yeah <laughs> wait, wait wait are you sure that at the end of the game it wasn't just that his brother set up the whole thing the for whole an thing? elaborate birthday party hoax? i wish it was because then i would love it <laughs> Because that movie is the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, that's what we're reading. This was a, this week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. And it was sponsored in group by Katie and Daniel uh, that were apparently working on this together. They were trying to come up with a, uh, an idea for us. So this is what he said about the book. Quote, uh, the idea came from a series of one-upmanship between the two of us thinking of the <laughs> most obnoxious things we'd come across. Katie came up with a dating how-to called The Rules. Um, which, yeah. yeah, but that's, which, that's for ladies, isn't it? Yeah, which is pro- mm-hmm. and he, uh, which I guess uh, is sort of like this for the ladies, in some senses. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, sort, of, yeah. sort of like a handbook. No, I have never read it, um, <laughs> but well, I've seen it on TV. Yeah. Well, so uh, uh, he uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel adds, uh, which is probably an inevitable read for you guys at this point. <laughs> so enjoy that. And <laughs> so Amanda, look forward to that in your future. Um, Yay. <laughs> Anyway, which then made me think about the mystery guy and his TV show. After starting but failing to finish several of his YouTube videos, Katie agreed that we would rather you have deal- have to deal with this train wreck, train wreck than us. So this is one where they don't actually know exactly what's going on, but they're having us do it on their behalf. Well, you know, we played Crazy, Stupid, or Evil uh, yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. This is the first time that I'm going to definitively say evil. Uh-huh. There's definitely a hint of stupid. Um- yeah, yeah. it sort I mean, of starts and, stupid and goes evil yeah it gets more <laughs> evil and there is a dash of crazy I mean this might be the first Yahtzee of this <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a bingo <laughs> uh, anyway this is a I, mean, I think this is a great pick for our show though because it did happen to come up in the show last week before yeah. which we which we'd recorded before we knew we were going to be uh, reading this, so it was perfect. Totally lucky. Um, but uh, and also, I don't know if you guys have mentioned this to other people this week, but I've gotten a lot of conversation out of this. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. I was on, last week. I was on. I was doing recording an episode of a podcast out of Portland called Patio Patty No, which is these four. <laughs> it's great. It's a great. It's a great podcast. I really like it. But it's these four women in Portland uh, who are like 
they talk about their dating lives while they mm-hmm. hang out in patios and drink beer, and then they comment on their lives and also on the patios, and it's great fun. And uh, <laughs> anyway, they were all very familiar uh, with the game and were very excited to talk to me about it and all of the evil <laughs> contained within. So uh, if you get, on an upcoming episode of Patio Patty Now, you'll hear me talking about it. Cool. Awesome. I've gotten a lot of... This is like Twilight, where I have actually gotten a lot of social currency out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray? <laughs> it was all worth I it? I just feel so lucky that this was so worth it for you, Alex, and that I could contribute to listening to this. <laughs> I was suggesting Thank maybe... Thank God! <laughs> if I remember, the reason we got into this mess in the first place is because he wanted to get some value out of us reading Twilight. That's right. <laughs> So are you suggesting this has not been as wonderful a journey for you as it has been for me? I might be implying that, yes. Do you remember in episode one, Ezra, you said, I am not going to read any more of this book? <laughs> Do you remember episode two where yes, my heart broke? <laughs> and I'm that's so- how you were able to keep going. You have no more heart. Yeah, your heart's gone. <laughs> I liked that heart. If you want to force us to read any topic of your choice, whether it be good for us socially or bad, you can go to readnetweek.com slash sponsor. Choose any topic under the sun, whether you're reading it. We're, we're reading something that you've already read or we're doing it so you don't have to. Or if we're basically writing a book report on something <laughs> terrible for you. Wouldn't that be funny if somebody sponsored like Romeo and Juliet and we just like gave them the... We, we basically gave him a report on it. I could whip out uh, 2,000 words on that. Really? Easily. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Most of them are repeats. Yeah, Most of my Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Or like Most it'd be a book of my report, words right? are repeats? Yeah, well, <laughs> That's not fair. Th- I'm not going to do 2,000 different words. <laughs> um, sure. I think we could write a great book report in the style of the fourth grade book report. Hello. We are Read It and Weep, and today we read this. We <laughs> <Bye>. like this. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, so com slash sponsor. It's a great way to support our show. So pick any topic, small fee, and we'll send you a free Space Shark t-shirt while supplies last. So Woo. do that right now. com slash sponsor. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host. My name is Alex Falcone, a comic from Portland. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. I can't be Alex Falcone, all one word, because a guy from a cover band in Italy <laughs> took that name, and he has only four followers on Twitter, and they're all in the band. <laughs> it's a really tight-knit band, though. You know Butter's petty here, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> his profile is just a link to his MySpace account. <laughs> he should Twitter be kicked is not off about the, the best, internet. it's about the first. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyway, so I'm the second Alex Falcone you find, Alex underscore Falcone. Here are some of my friends in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, you're so cute when you blush. I can't even talk to you anymore. This is not going to work anyway. You're too nice of a girl. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Are we both gaming each other? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course we are. (laughs) You're supposed to game the men too, right? Isn't that part of the thing? (laughs) That's how you get men to be friends with you, yeah. I I want that leader of men badge that women look for. (laughs) Achievement unlocked. (laughs) Also joining us, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Listen, Alex, getting a phone number is not a close. Sex is the only real close. So you got to ask yourself, are you a closer? <laughs> Coffee's for closers. <laughs> you put that coffee down. <laughs> I used to be a player once. Tough racket. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that was a good one. Uh, also, our special guest today from skeptic.org. She's not happy that she's become our angry feminist guest. But she has. Please welcome back Amanda Leinbaugh. Get the hell away from me. What? I haven't even told you my fake story about this chick fight outside. Oh, is this the bitch defense? <laughs> really, really, you're cuddly inside. It's just to keep nice guys away. Yeah. Right, right, yep. Yep. Everything yep. I'm hearing with my ears is telling me go away, but everything I'm seeing on your body is telling me stay. <laughs> oh, it's I'm only telling you to go away so that I won't seem like a slut. Yeah, it's very important it's to us that you <laughs> put up your anti-slut shields. I wish I wish instead of my anti-slut ass. shield <laughs> I wish <laughs> I'm just, I'm just blocking you guys with my ass, but it's not because I'm a bad person. I, I'm not the sure, ass guys. The system has fallen to 40%. <laughs> Can I hold it? <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's, let's actually get out what is the content of this book. Chris, I want you to summarize. Yeah. Uh, for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones, you have become a resident summarizer. Today, I would like you to, re- you to summarize in the style of a douchebag in a nightclub who just gave me his stupid hat so I couldn't leave. <laughs> okay, oh. I think I can do that. <laughs> hey, can you hang on to this for me a sec? Oh, you look cute in that. Oh, you, thanks. you just stay there for a second, okay? <laughs> so I gotta tell you, are you a nerdy guy with a head for algorithms and memory tricks, but has no game for the, with the ladies? <sighs> Do you desperately wish that you could have sex with a hot woman so much so that reducing her to an object is totally worth the trade-off just to get a little moon? <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, howdy, guys. Do I have a system for you? It is called the Mystery Method, named after its creator, a pickup artist who calls himself Mystery. Are you sold? Not yet? Hear more. Because in the book, you'll crib other pickup artists' field-tested material and learn opening gamuts, mid-game strategies, and end-game tactics that will help you turn conversations with live people with thoughts and feelings into detached chess matches in which you're only seeming to be sincere and interested in what those people have to say about their thoughts and feelings and dreams and hopes. Um, The key here is to break this down into stages and actions with a lot of acronyms. As much Uh, as possible, replace real words with jargon. Oh, absolutely. Um, you need to demonstrate higher value, DHV, to the women. Now call now just called a set. You could just call a woman a set. It's just easier. Um, and have her friends and any males uh, with her uh, trick them into demonstrating lower value, DLV. Okay? What you're looking for are indicators of interest, IOIs, and God. not indicators of disinterest. But IODs. you got to be worried in case there are any interruptions, hereby called external interrupts. Yeah, that's right. Instead of just an interruption. Which we already had a word for. Oh, God. Um, So, in turn, you're going to be stringing these these women, these poor, helpless women with no thoughts of their own. um, Sexy automatons. That's right. You need to string along with alternating IOIs of your own, but also negs and put-downs, so that she finds herself trying really, really hard to get your approval. After all, you've been DHVing all over this singles bar, and you're now quite the catch, especially if you're peacocking with a funny hat or goggles or something else totally <laughs> awesome. Um, the goal here is to take I actually, I suspect that maybe instead of using that as a prop, he's just such a good pickup artist that he's like, I could do this 
even while wearing goggles. Oh, yeah, like the Princess Bride. <laughs> like, I'm not left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually needed a goggle to, to, to yeah, see. I can do this even with the goggles. But yeah. goggles, they do nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm not so. actually steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, fellas, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to take her from the place you meet her to a comfort location. C1, a location at the place you meet her where you can talk alone. But maybe you'll bounce or time bridge over to a C2, a separate location. And then to a C3, which is a comfort location at the sex location before closing the deal with some sweet, sweet, sweet sex at the sex location. And in this way, you, yes, you, nerd face, can seduce any woman, no matter how hot, in four to ten possibly non-consecutive hours of gaming her. Possibly non-consensual hours. <laughs> and that's the book. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so we like to start and end every show with a compliment. We call it the compliment sandwich. Uh, Amanda, as our as an as our angry feminist, I'm sorry, as our guest, you <laughs> have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Lay it on us. All right, so uh, he was right in a you know never. Not one of his full sentences was correct, but every now and then he got, he got half a sentence correct. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and he he was right about the uh, not so much maybe the anti slut shield, but the bitch defense, mm. as he called it, which uh, I, he then explained that it's not women being bitchy; it's that they're trying to protect themselves. Um, still not realizing that calling them bitchy for doing it is still <laughs> shitty. <laughs> still but kind, that of, is, kind of a terrible thing to say. Yeah, but he did point out that women do that because they get hit on all the time. And that is true. That is why we do that. <laughs> I, and it I doesn't would... just have to be hot women. It's all women everywhere put up with this crap all the time. So when they see you coming with your stupid goggles, they go, oh, Jesus, not another one. <laughs> Can I recommend an upgrade, Amanda, to like a pepper spray and taser defense? Because <laughs> that would well, be good too. Yeah. This, I mean, you it's could also just... It's awfully you could tempting downgrade, sometimes. You could also downgrade to just sternly disinterested defense. Like, you could just be like, I, I'm sorry, I'd prefer not to talk to you. And then, can like, you could... Oh, no, that them. does not work on these guys. Well, hey, I guess, baby, I guess why I aren't you interested? all guys as being like uh, the, uh, the, the people on the street corner who are trying to sell children's cancer or something. <laughs> Children. Out of, out of uh, binders. We're like, you, you, you can get them away by just being firm, but you don't have to tell them to fuck off. It's hard, uh, but it is possible. That's my theory. Though, here, here's yeah. the thing, Alex. Th- those people, um, those people just want money from you. Uh-huh. Uh, and my ass. Are... <laughs> and, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> just a guess. Well, no, because they pretend they like you as a person. They're always like, "Hey, buddy," and you're not my buddy. No, no. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing that that uh, creepy guys do. They pretend to like you as a person when really they like you as a vagina. Okay, well my 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 recommendation <laughs> or they suspect then they will like you as a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, then my recommendation is because this is what I actually use for people who try to sell me stuff. Is I started wearing bigger headphones, so it was more clear that I couldn't hear them. 
Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. No. Where- all right, I think I'm gonna have to go with Ezra's taser defense. <laughs> my my favorite my favorite bitch defense ever that I've done though is some guy was tapping me on the shoulder trying to talk to me um, at a crosswalk. Ooh. And I had my earphones in and I could hear him perfectly well over them, but I just took one earphone out and said, "I can't hear you," and then put it back in. Right back in. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't hear you. Uh, that's pretty, pretty solid. That's, that's some yeah. some good ass you have. Or no, it's a different thank one. you, the thank other you. One. <laughs> I, I'd like to go second because I want to. Uh, I actually want to point out that you're wrong. There was one complete sentence that was accurate no. in all of its glory, the, as an entire <laughs> sentence. Only one that I can think of. Um, men are just ugly women. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite line of the book. Uh, he doesn't explain what he means by that. Uh, Do you need an explanation? Uh, I mean, here's what I. I can't tell if he means you should also try to charm the men in the group because it'll disarm the women. Or if he means, if all the women say no, start hitting on the men. Well, I think it's, a, yeah, like, if any man is attractive enough to be a six or higher on your scale, on the then go for scale. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a reasonable attitude to have. I like. I don't care how you, ever, there's no way to interpret that that I don't love. I think that's just the best. Like, like there's only one attractiveness scale for men and women, and men are just the bottom ten, and women are the top half, or something. I, is is I would, that what he meant when you don't rate the one through fives? Those uh, are just the yeah, men. yeah. You don't rate the men because they're one through fives. All women are a six to ten. Yeah, the men um, are close enough to men. Yeah, I th- I, I love it, and I have, just you know I, that's a line that I have used ten times in the last week to explain something to somebody. <laughs> Men are just useful. ugly women. <laughs> what were you trying you to explain? I can't even talk. Fuck. <laughs> uh, at one point, I was be- uh, somebody was like, oh man, that guy's being a jerk. And I was like, yeah, well, men are just ugly women. And they were like, oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I I was thinking how to, how to make uh, this book as like unacceptable to mystery as it was to me like how to get him to understand why this is not okay i want to just re-release it as the mystery method how to get mystery into bed (laughs) (laughs) anti-slut slut defense yeah exactly sometimes mystery has an anti-slut defense (laughs) and it will offer token resistance well hey hey he does have standards guys let's be clear he does he only will hit on every woman (laughs) six or higher Uh, all right. Uh, I'd like uh, Ez to go third. Um, yeah, this isn't a, I, I guess, a compliment to someone who I've uh, maligned a lot uh, over the past several years. Uh, Timothy Ferris. You are really? not as big of an asshole as I thought you were compared to this guy. <laughs> I mean, I think we're very clearly in that same camp where it's like, oh, God. E- even when you're right, you're the worst human being ever. No, no. Because I've met the worst human being and like, Timothy Ferris is like he's like maybe like eighty five percent the worst human being, but that's there's a huge difference. <laughs> that fifteen <15% laughs> like, percent is a big yeah big yeah no he's like he can pass he, like he's you know he's competing you know competing you know considering how little time he spent on it, but he is not world class. That's the that's the four hour everything guy, yeah, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. We just hey, read. He him recommends a eating through. guacamole. He can't be yeah, yeah, evil. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right, Chris. Bring us home on the minor or the major compliments. What's your what's your first compliment? You know, from the start, I had so much hope for this book. 
Really? Um, yeah, because it started out with like his friend meeting up with Mystery in like the forward, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, it's sushi night." And then Mystery goes, <laughs> it was all "Every night is sushi night." <laughs> and I went, "If only I could live that life." Sushi. Is so yes. I'm listening. <laughs> How to get and beautiful you know, sushi it, into mouth? Clearly, it went downhill. Yeah, but, you know, we were was, all hooked by that. I was Damn so it. hopeful. I was like, if this is going to be a book about eating sushi next to lovely ladies, but really mostly about sushi, I'm set. <laughs> As I just want to dwell for one more minute on your amazing joke, how to get beautiful sushi into mouth. All right, so let's go into our more natural segment, uh, our hate segment. Now, we're only going to hate if they're six or above, but uh, remember, a compliment is just an ugly hate. <laughs> I, can I start us off, guys? Please do. I, I'm going to, I mean, obviously the writing is terrible, but I'm going to have a, a sub hate for the narrator. Um, this guy takes every terrible line and somehow makes it even creepier and worse. Just, so yes. Yes. I, I have a clip. Yeah, please do. Um, there's an anecdote that we alluded to a couple times about the girl fight. I would like everyone to play it. So, so just as a preface, this is this is one of Mystery's apparently great anecdotes to open uh, a set of beautiful women. Mystery. Oh my God! Did you guys see the girl fight outside? Oh. Girls, cut them off before they speak. Mystery. <laughs> they were fighting over this guy. I talked to him afterward. His name was Glenn. That's a deal breaker name, Glenn. So they were pulling each other's hair, and one of the girl's boobs pops out. Normally, I'm all for seeing a ripe one, but this was a saggy, baggy booby, you know, from National Geographic. Man, he sure packs a lot into that. I, there's, there's some racism at the end. <laughs> you, I, it's 24 seconds racism. long, but I, yeah, I hate him for so many reasons, and that's why it's really <laughs> impressive. This is why it's a great opening anecdote, because like you don't want to waste any time to develop all these deep levels of hate so you know yeah yeah. so you're like so you're opening a set right you go up to this girl or several girls at a bar mm-hmm. and you're like guys i want to make sure you know the real me so racist <laughs> sexist doesn't think women are people loves violence uh is shitty to, towards guys doesn't like the name glenn yeah hates, hates the name glenn they actually they taught that as a similar opening line on the reality show for the episode i watched where it was like one of your opening lines is hey would you guys ever do it with a guy named and then like some horrible name like Hubert, and then that was just like your opener, and then they would be like, "No, I would never do it with a guy named Hubert." And like, great, where would we agree? <laughs> Neither would I, even though he's just uh, an ugly woman. <laughs> I'm, it, it's it's uh, there is definitely on display right there, mostly evil. Yeah, yeah. mostly evil. Yeah. So there you go, and and this was his like, this is his example uh, anecdote. By the way, this is like the best one that he has that he also, wants to share with us. I love that in his example anecdote, he has the dialogue written out for <laughs> her and then cut her Cuts off before the... she speaks. How could you even do this? <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay. Moving on. More hate. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, other hates, you guys? I like that he, well, I hate that he claims that it's not manipulation. No. <laughs> yeah. He specifically says that several times. Like, no, you're not manipulating people. Like, what? No, you're just getting them to do what you want. That's yeah, not yeah. manipulation. It's, it's anytime you say it's not like this. It's like this. It's it's really like the first thing. Very clearly, yeah, it's right. just like yeah. 
And then you hook them and reel them in. Not like a fish, but like a new friend. You don't do that with friends. That's not how you no, treat I friends. like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when I say lure them, I don't mean lure them. I mean <laughs> casually invite them over. Yeah. I'm just using the metaphor I mean, just of dangle a fish. things in front of their face until they bite it. <laughs> As a metaphor, I'm going to use a fish violently ripped out of its home where it'll slowly die. <laughs> At, at I'm one not point, sure that's what you do to friends. <laughs> no, so at, at one point, I think he like he's also talking about like training women basically to, to like respond in the right ways. And I was oh like, wow, God. does he does he realize that this is just like you talk about dogs? He, there's no way you can realize this, right? And like the next paragraph, it's like he meant in dog that, training, yeah. it's the same way. Oh my God, yep. this was the most horrible. Yep. This is Megan heard this part. Oh my God, <laughs> I felt so bad that she had to. It's the worst. And I just yeah. you're treating I her know, so the, when the she, upside. Right, Alex, is, is that uh, Mystery claims that soon she'll derive pleasure from rubbing your back and cooking you dinner. I mean, this so. is oh, basically God, yes. true. This is uh. basically true with dogs. Uh, yeah. That, like, they become betas, I guess, and they enjoy that. And that's why they, like, fetch sticks and whatnot. Not true with women. That's if, not. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't care about treating someone as a person and want to treat them as a dog, we have the book for you guys. <laughs> If this it's was really, true, if real, women were really like this, why can't I just watch the dog whisper and not have to deal with you? I guess it could just be another way of saying uh, women are just very attractive dogs that's okay to have sex with. <laughs> so the scale and men are just like scale is one to ten, dogs one to three are okay dogs, yeah, four to yeah. six are men, and then six and above are women. He's like, man, I'm really good with dogs. If it was legal to have sex with dogs, I would do that in a second. It's really easy to open. In um, that, he's got a lot in common with Tim Ferriss. Because <laughs> Tim Ferriss would have sex with dogs if he could. Because he had that steak with the the tree palm. Oh, right, the dog right. Hump his leg. Dogs are all over Tim Ferriss. They are. He, he was bragging about the dog that wanted to hump him. Yeah, Tim, he's playing the bragpipes. That happens to everybody. <laughs> dogs indiscriminate. Sometimes dogs hump my leg, and it's not because of something great I did. That's my only point. <laughs> it's just because I have a leg and I haven't moved away fast enough. Yes, exactly. But I have slow legs. That's your only point. Uh, here's something I hate. Uh, there's there's one point, he keeps he keeps making it seem like women aren't it's not just that he thinks they're dogs it's that he thinks they're robots uh, like they have no control over anything that happens to them one of his pieces of advice is always bring up interesting topics because otherwise she'll bring up a boring topic become bored and then blame you uh. like you're co- like if I weren't around if it weren't for the gift of me if I weren't <laughs> the conversation Santa going around this club. She would just be bored all the time because she can't control her own conversation and be blaming and be blaming you as well. She's it's like angry just, at me. she's like on her own, like yeah, you know, hasn't met you. Like, like I'm bored. That it's that guy's fault. If conversation Santa would just show up, this would be fine with his canned, preloaded conversations <laughs> and his RAM with his stories that he learned from pickup artist websites oh, from the forums God. where he copied someone else's canned material. Yeah, Alex. Now, now, I, sorry to interrupt the hate. I just had such a a, a burning question for you. Yeah, um, for me. How offended uh-huh. on a scale from eh to burning rage? Okay, uh, were you when Mystery compares his method with stand-up comedy, your chosen profession? <laughs> uh, and well, then when he said that it was okay to share and steal material much as jokes are shared and stolen. Yeah, it's not true. Uh but here's the thing. I yeah, his his analysis of how your joke like how you test new material that is similar to stand-up comedy uh not similar to my experience. However, I would just like to point out 
that although stand-up comedians are not the most respected performers, magicians are much lower. <laughs> so he's definitely on the, on the card. Magicians ladder. are just like ugly comedians, is what you're saying. <laughs> Do you see how good this line is? As you're using it's it all the time, it's line. the best line. I'm gonna exhaust this line. You are. If if I could have just imagined him as Joe Bluth, it would have made the book a lot more palatable. <laughs> can, can we actually transfer into one change? Uh, sure. Go. I mean, you could just throw this in as part of this. Yeah. Okay. Ezra wants to one change. As you guys know, that uh, one of the things we've talked about several times in the show before, as you know, any bad book or movie or TV show or anything in your life is always only a a single change, only one change, away from being a great time. So sometimes a book just needs one character to be a dinosaur instead. That's all it takes. Ez, what do you want to say for a one change for the mystery method? Instead of about seducing women, it's about how to seduce goats. (laughs) Just a lot of effort trying to get the right goat into bed. The, the, the men who seduce at goats? <laughs> That's what you're looking for? Yeah. How, I mean, because. How, how does bestiality make this better on a scale of uh, meh to burning rage? Because I like the idea, like, it's, it's weird when you treat, like, a. I mean, here's the thing. This is not treating women well. No. But if you're treating a goat this way, you're treating a goat pretty well. <laughs> You're actually you're giving the a, goat a lot of credit by saying yeah, you're spending a lot of time stories. and care on what the goat thinks. Like you, you really care about the psychology of the goat, and so uh, for that, I can respect it. And since you're almost always way cutting more than the... most goat fuckers care about, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like Don Juan of goats, like would fuck any goat, but the Casanova of goats <laughs> is the much better example. Yeah, I like to think of him as the Wilt Chamberlain of goat fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, not where he fucked 100 goats in one night, but where he fucked 10,000 goats over his lifetime. I mean, I gotta say, I'm not sure I love where you took this, but I do like that since you're constantly cutting them off in conversation, it doesn't matter if the goat can speak. You're never gonna get <laughs> the word in the and here's The goat the thing, might a lot... enjoy the, your stories. Yes, yeah, so. go- a lot more things make sense this way. Like, like, yeah, a goat would be bored if it didn't, if it had the right to control the conversation. So did you see that sheep fight outside? Man. They were punching. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. (laughs) If anyone else has a one change, I'd love to hear it. I've got one. Yeah, please. If if peacocking meant that you actually brought a peacock with you. (laughs) Here, hold this peacock while I tell you the story. (laughs) That that would be distracting enough. You know, I might actually stick around for that. Like, what the fuck? This peacock. uh, This peacock (laughs) would just have. Only only a really confident man would be able to have a peacock around him at all times. It's true. So. It's true. But you couldn't go with a gang of guys that all had peacocks because then that would be gay. Well, what if, <laughs> what if you had, because he's a magician, what if he just did a trick where he like had a handkerchief and it turned into a peacock? That would be, yeah, yeah. That would be certainly better than the intimate arts of up-close magic or I mean, how, whatever the hell he called them. Yeah, the bad thing about him, about making out with a magician, is if you guys ever, like, start laying down because it starts getting hot and heavy, you'll kill the doves. <laughs> <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, because if you go outside, some asshole will try to A1 you and DHB until you IOI. Meanwhile, in the read it and weep recovery room. Uh, uh, guys, can we just sit in silence for a while? This shitty book has made me paranoid about all my social interactions. How do I know you're not just C3ing me to build comfort in the sex location? <gasps> Is this the sex location?
No, no, no. This is not the sex location. Look, forget it. I'm just going to go to the break room and get some coffee. Are you trying to bounce to the sex location? No, just stop it, all right? Was that a nig? I don't know anymore! Hey, guys. Weird book, huh? Oh, Butlerbot, I'll take some of those apple teenies when you get a chance. Right away, Miss Linebot. Amanda, why are you still okay? This book wrecked us like that time I saw those two women fighting outside. They were fighting over, over this, this guy. guy. I, I talked, I talked to him, him afterwards. afterwards. His, His name, name was, was Glenn. Glenn. That's, That's a deal breaker name. name. Glenn. So, so they were they pulling, were pulling each, other's each other's hair, hair and, and one, one of the one girls, of the girls poops, pops out. Pops out. Stop, stop, stop the nonsense. Really. Um, I can't. I, you guys need to relax. Yes, the book was horrific and disturbing, but nothing so bad that you can't fix it with a purchase from read-weep.com slash Amazon. So what'd you buy? A human-sized hamster ball. I just get inside and then I never have to worry about interacting with asshole pickup artists ever again. Oh. Wait. What if you want to go somewhere that the hamster ball won't fit? Then I don't go there. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon to protect yourself from all of humanity. It's just the worst. Is that a thing? Can you buy that on Amazon? And yeah. then you're just running in your own key? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. All right, so uh, so the next thing I want to do, we uh, like we do now, whenever we can, is we post on our Facebook and our Twitter uh, what we're reading for the week, and we get some people who want to weigh in and give us stuff they want to make sure we cover. So first, I got some things, uh, you guys, that I want to bring up that our fans want to bring up. So first, from our Twitter, read underscore weep, uh, Sean Campbell wants to know, uh, wants us to explain how the Scooby Gang used these teachings in their mystery machine. Well, I think it's pretty clear that whenever Fred told the gang to split up, that he was really taking Daphne to a C2 or perhaps a C3 It was a location. time bridge. That's right. And yeah. then there were time... Well, there were numerous time bridges. Yeah. I mean, of course, right? I also felt weird they kept treating Scooby like they were training a dog. <laughs> Wait, Scooby was actually a woman? <laughs> Very ugly women. <laughs> Well, also, and then from our Facebook page, facebook.com slash readandweep, uh, David Leskin wants us to make a list of some backhanded compliments. I think he means negs, because they don't actually ever compliment at all, except when you're biting her neck and you tell her she smells good. Um, Ugh. Also, at Terrible Lunch wanted to know about negs, as well as peacocking. Nikki Massey wanted us to mention the negging. Uh, we had several people wanted... Hey, we're, Nikki. We're, for some reason, you know Nikki? Yeah, I know Nikki. Okay, cool. Yay, so, Nikki! So people, uh, people have heard about the nagging. Word is out about the nagging. Can we? Uh, let's see who's yeah, on so uh, yeah, like, I, I feel like nagging's getting a bad rap, guys. It's just, it's just playful making fun of someone, uh, so that they'll have sex with you. Also, t- <laughs> <laughs> see, this made me really uncomfortable because I playfully make fun of people all the time. I am not trying to have sex with them, <laughs> Nikki. Nikki, I am not trying to have sex with you. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, girl, Uggs? <laughs> Man, like, no, no, you're doing great. It's like you just poop words, Amanda. Anyway, uh, Sarah Lancaster wants us to, to discuss the writer's use of the term quality women. Oh. Uh, yeah. Especially when he says, get plastic surgery if you have a weird look. So yeah. I would assume that, you know, he's fine with women that are held together with girders and structural I, beams. You know, I, I do have a definition of... <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, that's a load-bearing girder. <laughs> um, the I, hey, I don't, so I don't know if that's a good definition because sometimes, like our our underwear, can be, be made of girders and structural beams. So, <laughs> well, you could true. be held together by those without any surgery. I guess that's true. <laughs> Control top I beams. Yeah, but. <laughs> um, I, seriously though, post tension concrete <laughs> underwire. <laughs> it's 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 great for uh, tensile strength, but not for compression strength. Yeah. Uh, um. But in all seriousness, I think that my definition of like a quality woman would be someone who would be like deeply offended and would you know break up with you and taser you if she found out you had anything to do with this mystery method. No, I mean, no question. Especially when he says stuff like the, like, how much time you're supposed to put in or taking the acting classes or the improv classes. Like, if you, if you were talking to a guy later and you've been dating, because he does mention dating. This is not just hooking up in bathrooms. He definitely wants you to date these quality women at least a little. At any point in any conversation, if you mention you've read this book, instant deal breaker, right? Right? Oh, yeah. As a quality woman, an actual quality (laughs) woman. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It would absolutely have to be. This yeah. is like I'm think... followed up by as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I mention that I'm reading this, I say for work. So really, what he means by quality women are are poor, just abused women with daddy issues. Like that's what he's looking for. Like, <laughs> that's I felt his so zone. bad for them. But a good nose job. But a good nose job. Yeah. I I well, feel like yeah. a, finding this, a copy of this book in a man's house is the same thing. It's like the equivalent of like if you're a guy and you're on a date. And she didn't close her laptop right away, and you saw a secret Pinterest board called "Someday My Prince Will Come" about weddings. No, 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 no. It's if, know, if that's it, no. If she had a if she had a Pinterest board, <laughs> if she had a Pinterest board of my Mein Kampf wedding. <laughs> all right, that is a little worse. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. Uh, Stacy Weaver asks. Uh, what is the success rate? Are there any like testimonials that the method work? And more importantly, do you believe it? That's a great question. I had this feeling while I was reading this book, this has never worked for anybody. I honestly I don't know which is worse. Reading if it, has, like, if it hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reading this book just like it made Ezra paranoid about all of his social interactions, it made me look at all of my prior social interactions in my life and realized that dudes have tried to do this to me. Oh. And I just thought that they were creepy. Uh, so well, so yeah, it does come off as creepy, right? Huh? Uh, go ahead. So it does come off as creepy? Yeah, yeah. Well, because, you know, he, well, he, he says, don't make it about a pickup line. Don't make it about, you know, don't make it seem like you're trying to pick them up uh, and don't seem desperate. But the thing is, anybody doing this reeks of desperation that i think that anybody who would buy the book is physically unable to complete the tasks in the book i think there's like a self-selection for that that's my theory i I, god i hope so (laughs) i really hope so guys like i'd like this this book made me so angry and and like so depressed and like my one like shred of hope my one silver lining is that i hope it's too complicated for anyone to actually do this successfully i mean (laughs) that's what i want to believe i know in, in the Although in the TV show, the little bit that I watched, it seemed like he was a, he was actually helping them. Yeah, the they didn't hand, make it look like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on they make Project Runway, it makes it look like Tim Gunn is actually offering you helpful advice, even though all he says is "make it work." That's helpful, though. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to make it work before you said that. It's <laughs> pretty much his strategy. <laughs>
do the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're now going to go in reverse order. That means Chris is up first. Chris, what's your minor compliment and the last nice thing you'll ever say about the mystery method? Oh, yeah. I mean, so he uses a lot of acronyms, Mm -hmm. right? And normally I can follow these pretty well. But I had tuned out for an understandable period of time. Maybe (laughs) half an hour to four hours. And when I came to, he kept using these, you know, a woman's giving you IOIs, and this is really good. Well, I wasn't entirely sure that he was abbreviating. I thought that he meant Io, like the Greek rainbow goddess, oh, eyes, sure. and that she's giving you rainbow eyes, and that's fantastic. <laughs> and, and I was really pleased with myself for getting his reference to Io. Oh, man, that's and, great. And then, and then I realized it was an acronym. Once he said IODs, I was like, oh, damn it. Well, there's also some <laughs> other similar acronyms. Like I thought- no, Io's giving you D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> IODs nuts. <laughs> I thought I- IOD was just a new insertable birth control. <laughs> or uh, And also, like, at first, IOIs, I, it was like an IOU, but it's like, mm. I just owe it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someday I should pay myself $10 for this meal that I'm buying myself. <laughs> Don't worry. Cards. I'm good for it. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> what credit cards are, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what well, sort of is. Uh, hey, as do you mind if I leapfrog you for just saying? Because I want to compliment the IOI section as well. Go right ahead. Thank you, sir. Uh, so the section on IOIs is again a brilliant list. He actually decides to list some indicators of interest IOIs, and it's an amazing list. It goes on for like ten minutes. Doesn't but, it go from everything like she looks at you to she's touching your penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Like it basically encompasses anything that a woman could possibly do under any circumstance. So like for here's here's a smattering. She, she has two fingers up your asshole, <laughs> and she's not pinching. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So here's an actual sampling from the book. She giggles. She glances at you. She stands near you. She laughs at something you say. She asks your name. She goes to the bathroom, and she comes back. (laughs) She comes back? So here's the thing. He thinks that it's an indicator of interest that she doesn't climb out the bathroom window. And I think he's kind of right. But, like, it does mean that she's interested at least in not climbing out a bathroom window. But it could also mean there are no windows in bathrooms, because we don't do that much anymore. She wanted to, but she couldn't. (laughs) That's also the... All right, Az, what's your your, your minor compliment? Um... So for a while, I mean, I, I was kind of concerned about global warming mm-hmm. and, you know, everyone on Earth dying. Mm-hmm. And sure. right now, totally okay with it. What, <laughs> what, what changed your view? I think we kind of deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, we had a good run. Uh, looks like we failed. Better luck next time, guys. Global warming is just God punishing the Earth for the mystery method. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, guys. It's okay. Just take your medicine. <laughs> Just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Right? Yeah. Shh, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. You're in a better place. <laughs> Some place where mystery can't peacock at you. <laughs> You're safe now. <laughs> oh, no one will ever hurt you again. Uh, all right, Amanda, that makes it your turn. What's your last compliment for the mystery method? Well, you know, I, I like that uh, apparently his true goal in this was to give 10-year-old boys a hope that they might get a girl someday because all you have to do is learn some magic tricks and ask them to pull your finger. <laughs> it is, and then be kind of a dick about it. Oh god, I hate that so much. <laughs> Which one? Which part? Like the, it went on for five minutes. Like, pull my finger, 
And she's like, okay. And he does, and he makes a farting noise. And then it's the game of how many times can I get you to pull my finger? Yeah, which is, Um, there's so many, there's so much wrong with that because, like, the whole purpose of it is proving that she will do anything you ask, even though you've told her it's a bad idea, which is a great metaphor for your whole relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because you've given her plenty. I mean, I guess. Although the one the one real step in here that is sort of hidden, maybe the implied step for ev- uh, that is a part of every step he teaches you is try to hide the fact that you're the worst human being alive. That's your <laughs> constant goal as a pickup artist. Clearly, don't try that hard. <laughs> yeah, or in his, in his case, telegraph the hell out of it. <laughs> Give her uh, whatever I O the worst human being in the world. I O T W I H. It's not worth it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let's bail to the pizza place. <laughs> bounce. Let's bounce. Time bridge. Let's, let's... <laughs> Actually, when you say it that way, it sounds like we're playing some sort of like future laser game. We're like, Ezra, bounce. Chris, time bridge. <laughs> oh, Enemy's gate is down. I got caught. Enemy's gate is down. Time bridge. Quick, Ezra, IOD, IOD. <laughs> That is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about the 1995 classic, A Goofy Movie. Biggity bam. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, obviously awesome. not a terrible movie. This is a guilty pleasure of uh, an awesome comedian, David Borey from San Francisco, who's going to be in Portland for Bridgetown Comedy Festival next week. So I've got him in studio here, and I'm going to be. Ch- I'm going to have him. Uh, f- we're going to have him for that episode, and we're going to talk to him about his one of his favorite movies of all time, and also possibly a couple of '90s R&B videos because that's really what he wanted us to review. But we couldn't get enough material from that alone. So wow. join us for that next week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and if you have any feedback for today's show, Facebook or Twitter, uh, facebookcom slash read and weep at read underscore weep. Read slash contact. We have a new comment form on the on the on our website readdashweep.com so you can comment on this episode there it's pretty cool a lot of good stuff so anyway get in touch with us let us know thanks for being here as always Chris at C. Walter Smith oh absolutely and Ezra at Ezra Fox right you're just not using it yeah yeah I mean I, I just follow people and then they follow me yeah. and then I'm at 4,000 but I'm not doing anything with it <laughs> Okay. Uh, also, at, and at Ezra, at Ezra Fox, uh, thanks for being here, you guys. Also, uh, d- be sure to go read skeptic.org. Yes, please. Uh, if this book makes your skin crawl, then Skeptic is for you. It is the, it is the medicine. Uh, it is the. Uh, we will help wash salve. you clean. <laughs> cooling aloe to your crawling skin from this book. Yes. <laughs> God's crawling skin? We can help that. <laughs> That's, that's going to be our new tagline. It's a pretty yeah. solid tagline. <laughs> the, the soothing aloe of uh, of women who are not automatons. <laughs> of quality women, let's just say it. Of quality oh, women. Oh. No. No, that makes my skin crawl again. <laughs> in, our, in, in, a, in a good sense. No, in the way of like, yeah, like not ever going to sleep with mystery. That's all I mean. It's, okay. a, it's an expansive okay. term. It really means almost right. everybody. <laughs> uh, so check that out, Amanda Limebaugh. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. And you guys can learn more about me at Alex Falcone Comedy. That's it. I will see you guys all again next week. Goodbye. Pshh.